Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 269 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night, live 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live on Facebook, and we don't have a guest, we're live on Instagram over at Comic Anthony D. Eventually, I have to get that fixed. I've been talking about that for a while, but as I was saying before, I am a procrastinator by nature, so um, hang tight with that. But as always, the podcast is available, if you don't catch it live, at anchor.fm slash Podcast. Also available on iTunes, and while you're there, please do not forget to five-star rate and review. I love reading reviews. I love sharing them on social media and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. That is you guys. So please, five-star rate and review. There'll be a bonus episode this month. Check it out, patreon.com slash Podcast. You can subscribe. There's a whole slew of bonus episodes. All the past episodes over there at patreon.com slash KMF podcast. Built Bar is dropping new flavors like crazy. Check it out, builtbar.com. Use code WWBROPODCAST. Save yourself 10% off your order. Sailaway Coffee, the best tasting nitro brew on the market. Local Long Island company. So you know I'm behind it. Uh, they do ship all over the country. I definitely recommend checking them out. Sailawaycoffee.com. Use code WWBRO10. Last week, my my guest was Kim. We talked about Plexus, the benefits, benefits from that I've seen from it. If anybody is interested in the Plexus products, want to talk about it, please DM me and uh, we'll get you set up. And again, I wouldn't push anything that I'm not using already, so... Definitely uh, give it a try. It's worth it. Um, my stomach has never felt better since I've taken these products. And uh, from someone who was really, really suffering with acid reflux and stomach issues, uh, it's been a welcoming to not have to deal with that anymore. So once again, DM me if you're interested in Plexus. My buddy John Ziegler is on Instagram. This is a big thing. Because for years, he fought against it, said it would never happen. But here he is. John Ziegler is on Instagram over at John Ziegler Comedy. There is a link in his bio for his full-length comedy special, John Ziegler, Getting My Affairs in Order. Check it out. Uh, Let him know what you think. Comment. DM him. Loves to hear the feedback. So definitely go and check that out. Um, I hope everybody had a great week. A good weekend. I know this is a weekend. There was a lot of celebrating uh, for this weekend. It was St. Patrick's Day. I don't celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Um, They say everybody's Irish on St. Patrick's Day. Not me. Although my father said I I do everything except just say, you know, everything Irish except celebrate. I was smoking the Filthy Hooligan cigars on St. Patrick's Day night with him. We were down at Matador Cigars, me and my dad. And I had gotten him one. I got myself one. Sunday, I was eating corned beef and cabbage at my sister-in-law's house. Um, but, you know, I, do, I like corned beef and cabbage. It's delicious. Who doesn't like potatoes, corned beef, and cabbage? Come on. But it was St. Joseph's Day on uh, Sunday, which is an Italian holiday that I celebrate. And my sister-in-law asked me, she goes, what does it mean? I go, I, I, you know what? I don't even know. I don't know how it started. I don't know the meaning behind it. I just know it's a holiday. They have the pastries. You can make the St. Joseph's Day macaroni, which I don't like because of the fish in it. I do like the pastries. And yesterday I picked up a box of St. Joseph's Day pastries. 
some Shriadelle and cannolis and brought them over to my brother's house. I got them from Speaker Bakery in in Belmore. Uh, just to give them a little plug because they are absolutely delicious. I go there every year to get these pastries, so give uh, check them out if you're ever uh, in Belmore, Long Island. Uh, that That's the place to be. They also have a location in Massapequa in the same shopping center as Finn's Deli. So uh, if you're at Finn's, head down to Spiga and get yourself some Shriadel and, and a cannoli. I love Shriadel. It, it's amazing. It's like it's flaky on the outside and crunchy, and then the inside's like, you know, I don't know what they put in it, but it's, it's absolutely delicious. It's like a little more like moist. Um like a cake consistency to it. I don't know what it is, but it's delicious. Anyone that's had to make Shriadel, uh, let me know. And um, we'll become best friends, and I'll become 900 pounds. That's how it's going to be. <laughs> anyway, so I actually, and I had the pastries. Last year I didn't do it. This year I did. I was like, F it. Um I, I really do enjoy it. My my best friend Nick says cream cocaine. It really is. Uh, it's it's really really good. And um, just the once a year though, I didn't take any home with me. I didn't have anything after that. Just the one and done. And we move on. We get back on track. Nick actually, I'm glad that he is commenting because I'm, he means he's listening, and I wanted him to hear this. Uh, Nick did something really really nice, and it's awesome. And one of the reasons why, another reason, you know, people like, you have reasons why Nick's your best friend. Yeah, because he does things like this. Uh, so 90s con was this weekend, and I couldn't make it for a couple of reasons. I had shows, and then Nick even invited me into the photo op with him. Took if I came up early Sunday morning. My car at this point, I don't, I didn't trust it driving to Hartford. I'm going to be getting, I'm in the process of getting a new car. We'll talk about that a little later, but... Uh, so I, I told him I, I couldn't make it and he sent me a picture yesterday. Oh, I back up a little bit. Nineties con. It's like everything nineties of the cast of 90210 was there. Jason Priestley was there. Uh, Jenny Garth, Tori Spelling, Ian Ziering. I met Jenny and Tori already. And to meet Jason Priestley and Ian Ziering would have been absolutely amazing. Uh, because you know, I am such a fan of that show. Uh, Rose McGowan was there. Melissa Joan Hart, uh, save the cast of Save by the bell was there. So you, you had all these nineties icons and you know, I love everything eighties and nineties. I would have been like a kid in a candy store walking around this place. And so I was bummed that I, I couldn't make it. And Nick texted me yesterday. He's got his picture with nine, the cast of nine to an O and he's holding up a picture of me. He's like, there was no way I was going to take this picture without you. He actually went and got a picture blown up of me to hold up in the picture, which, you know, means the world. It's absolutely an amazing thing to do, you know, to to think about your friend that way and, you know, make me a part of it, even though I wasn't there. He said he chatted up the castmates about me. Um, and I really wish I could have been there to show my tattoo, to tell them that I have a framed picture of them in my house, everything to seem like a creeper, even more, <laughs> you know, that I did when I met Tori and um, Jenny. When I met Tori and Jenny, I showed them my tattoo. I have the 90210 tattoo. I'll show it to you if you guys are on uh, Facebook Live. You see it there. Um, Tori loved it. Jenny seemed creeped out by it. And, uh, 
I think she probably would be more creeped out if I told him about the, you know, the framed picture I have of the cast. And Nick said, you really don't want to know how I think about you. No, I don't, Nick, uh, but thank you. Uh, you know, it was really it, it was really a nice thing to do, and uh, I was very touched and flattered. And it's awesome to see, you know, Nick takes his, took his daughter. He's introducing her to things that we grew up on. It's just passing the torch to another generation. And uh, I'm glad that I was included in that picture. You know, because I, I, I wanted to go. But even if I tried, I, I, get, I, I don't trust my car to go to Hartford from Long Island. Uh, I'm in the process of getting a new one. Uh, I should know more about it this week. I'm very excited. It's uh, very nerve-wracking because I have not had the best of luck. Uh, so with, with car dealerships and salesmen and that kind of thing, so I am going to keep my fingers crossed, not get my hopes up, and uh, you know, hopefully I can get what I want. Um, I want an SUV. I, I know that. Um I want a big, comfortable one because I, I, you know, I'm gonna stretch stretch out a little bit, you know, elbows, a big guy. I don't want something, you know, confined. I don't want to feel like I'm I'm driving in a in a, in a tube. Um, so I know what I know what I want. I'm not gonna say it um, because if I don't get it, then I'll, you know, this way less people know about it. But anyway, I got it picked out, and hopefully, uh, what has to happen will happen this week, and uh, I'll be. Hopefully a week away. And this way it's not an issue. When 90s con comes up, I can drive up in the morning and whatever. Um, plus other things I want to do, like start driving Uber and, you know, for extra money and this and that. So it's, it's a good thing. It's, this is all, you know, a good thing, making more positive steps to not only take care of, as I'm doing with my wellness journey, also my personal life, getting rid of debt and doing that too. It also, that takes stress off of myself and I don't feel as stressed and anxiety ridden as I used to about the things that, you know, I had very much control over that I just chose not to, to deal with. Um, so I'm happy about that. You know, like I said, I had shows this week, which I rarely, when do I have two shows in a week anymore? Like this is old school. This is 2019, Anthony. Uh, but no, it was awesome. Uh, my friend John Ziegler, who I mentioned in the beginning, put me on a couple of shows. Um, the first one was at a restaurant in Bethpage, uh, called me and you. And it was a, an amazing place. Awesome place. I want to go back there and eat because I heard the food's amazing. I didn't, I ate at home, uh, but I definitely want to go check it out. They're like a breakfast brunch place. So that's right up my alley. Show was fun. Crowd was great. I got to work with uh, some, you know, with, with my buddy Ziegler and Tim Crumpier, who I haven't seen in a while. And it just was a lot of fun to, it felt like old times again. You know, how it used to be back in the day. I was hanging out in the green room, you know, making fun of each other. Just joking around, laughing. You know, and John said to me, he goes, you know, it actually makes me sad that things aren't like this anymore. You know, things have changed and things, things do change. Life goes on. Things, you know, not going to be the same forever. Um, but it's still great to get together with these guys and tell some jokes. And uh, as Eagle said, I was pleasant on stage for 19 minutes and 50 seconds. He goes, the last, the last 30 seconds, he goes, you, um, 
you yeah you yelled at somebody. I didn't yell at somebody. Somebody was talking during my set, and I went at them a little bit, but it was all in good fun. And then Saturday we did a private show, which was work as far as you know the crowd, but it was still a lot of fun. Just again working with comics that I haven't seen in a while, and just you know. It's going to kind of sound kind of weird. Like when you're not doing as well as you want to do on stage and the crowd's not giving you what you want, it is fun to go back at the crowd a little bit and try to, you know, get something out of it. So it was, it was good. And, you know, like Ziegler said to me on Thursday, he hopes his lights like a fire under my ass to really get me back into the game. And I, I, I think it's doing that because I, I love performing. I love being on stage and I got to get up more. That's really the, uh, the moral of that. And I have, you know, um, Princeton next month, April 29th, April 28th and 29th. I'll be at catch a rising star in Princeton. Uh, the once ticket information is available, I'll, I'll plug it on here. So, um, it was really good to be on stage again and, you know, kind of reminding myself who I am. I I forget sometimes, you know, just how much I enjoy it and, not tooting my own horn, but I'm I'm not horrible at comedy. I'm I'm good at it, and I makes me feel good to uh, to tell jokes and make people laugh, and to you know work that muscle again. That was the fun part of the week. The uh, what I did last week, I decided to watch the whale. You know, after all the Oscar buzz and seeing what's going on with the Oscars, Brendan Fraser won the Oscar for Best Actor. I'm like, you know what? Let me see this. I held off a little bit because I, you know, let's state the obvious. I knew I was going to relate to it in some way. I knew that I would have, there were going to be moments in the movie that were going to hit home. And my father had seen the movie and he said to me, he goes, it's, a great movie, just very sad and depressing. And he's right. They, first of all, I just want to say The Whale. If you haven't seen it, please see this movie. It is phenomenal. It's a, it's a fantastic film. Very depressing, very sad as well. Um, there's no way around that. I didn't see every movie that you know people were nominated for for Best Actor. I didn't see that performances. I saw Elvis and I saw the whale. And in my mind, Brendan Fraser deserved that Oscar. Uh, the performance of his career. And I've been a fan of this guy since he, you know, first came around. And you really kind of saw his acting chops in movies like School Ties. Um, he was always good in everything he did. You know, the mummy, even comedic roles. The guy is just a great actor and it's, you know, I'm glad that he's back in, in the, you know, the spotlight again, especially after a movie like this. Um, and it took like five minutes for me to hit, for hit home. You know, I don't want to give too much away. So I'm just gonna say, spoiler alert. I'm going to be talking about things in the movie. If you haven't seen it yet, I'm sorry, but I, you know, I, I want to talk about it. It's something that something that hit home. I don't want to give too much away, but there are scenes I'm going to be talking about in the movie. So if you haven't seen, uh, you know, The Whale yet, you want to see it, I'm going to be talking about certain things that might be some plot points said. So there you go. 
there's your warning. So the thing that stood out was when he, you know, thought he was dying. In the beginning of the movie, you see him doing something. I don't want to say what it is. And he clutches his chest. He feels like he's having, and I, you know, I've had that feeling that I thought I was about to, to die. And I, I was convinced. Uh, wasn't doing what he was doing, but it's from when I have anxiety and I have panic attacks. I get that feeling where my, my chest feels tight. It's hard to breathe. And I I am convinced I am going to drop dead. That's, and I have to either, I, I, I usually call my friend Tracy Carnazzo, who's a saint, for listening to my ramblings and <laughs> incoherent nonsense when this is going on. And I've started to pick up on things that I know it's not that. Uh, the EMT told me that came to my job that my, your fingers are tingling, that's anxiety. And usually when Tracy, you know, talks me down, I, you know, I'm, I'm okay. And I'm lucky, like, you know, I just recently had all this stuff done when I was in the hospital. My blood pressure is on point. My blood work is on point. So I'm good in that aspect. But still, nothing will, you know, when the mind is telling you something, there's no arguing with it sometimes. And I definitely had related to that with the movie of that, like, you know, thinking this is it and like wondering, like, you know, this is how it's going to end and having all those thoughts and fears and, you know, him Googling symptoms that he was having. I mean, that's me. I, I can Google myself into a full blown panic attack when things are happening. I, you know, and the, when you Google a symptom, the first thing it tells you is like the worst thing ever. You know, you don't look for the logical, uh, you know, explanation. You look, it, it, the worst thing comes up and that's what you go with. And, and I had that when I had my gallbladder attack. I, you know, when I had, um, you know, badass reflux to where it's, you know, or just an anxiety attack. And I, I get that where you're scared, you're Googling things. You don't know what to do, and you won't go to the doctor. Like it was a thing in the movie, he wouldn't go to the he wouldn't go to the hospital, and I get that because you know I end up going to the emergency room. But you know, my friend Tracy always like, "Well, just go to the doctor," and I'm like, "I'd be afraid to go and to you know because I was afraid to find out if something was wrong. I'll sit here, I'll stress, I'll agonize over it, but I won't actually go and find out if I'm okay, if I'll be okay." And like I found out with this round of, I'm okay. My blood work was, was great. Blood sugar's, you know, good. My blood pressure was 110 over 60. Um, it's, I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. But we have those thoughts in our head that will turn rapidly. You know, being confined, that was the thing with him too. He's in his apartment, and I feel that. Like, you know, you don't want to move. You can't move. Hurts to move. Um, You know, all these things are are in your head. And that was the thing that, like, you know, that made me start WW back in 2017 was I was 17 pounds away from being 600 pounds. And, you know, I see my 600-pound life, and I see people who can't move, and, you know, they're confined to their house and they just sit on a bed with a sheet over them. It's like, this is not what I wanted my life to become. 
I, I didn't want to be, you know, I wanted to get out and do things and, you know, experience things. And that's one of the things that really, I guess, eats away at me now is that I'm not as mobile as I was before when I was down, you know, 200 plus pounds. I put weight back on, then physically it's it's tough. But I'm not where I was, and I'm not going back there. That's for damn sure. You know, another thing in the movie that hit home was him causing loved ones pain. I know that, you know, my family, had I've caused them pain the way I am. And just watching me suffer with, you know, being overweight and, you know, just even just my dad getting calls 6 o'clock in the morning that I think my heart's going to explode and my stomach's going to explode. He's got to take me to the hospital and these tests. Like, I just put stress and, you know, aggravation on people that is not needed. You know, if I was any kind of an adult and that had his head with him, I would have just gotten taking this, taking, you know, taking care of this a long time ago. But I, I don't. I let it get to the point where now I'm, I'm in the emergency room. And it's fear. And it's being scared. And it's being, you know, um, you know, panicky and so that gives me anxiety and, and, and I don't deal with well. I don't like doctors. I, I don't. I avoided them most of my life um, for the reason that I'm afraid that they're going to tell me something I don't want to hear. And, of course, the, the logic is, well, don't you want to know when it's early on this way you can do something? Yes, of course. But sometimes <laughs> reasoning with me and, and logic being presented to me is not really the the path I go. I always I take it to the extreme one way or another. So I am happy that I'm not as bad as, you know, this character in The Whale and that I'm on the way back to getting to where I was. And but it just it was it was a sad movie the the binge eating scenes um him throwing up from eating this has all happened to me I am not a stranger to this you know I've I've done that I've I've ate to the point where I've thrown up you know from acid reflux and everything else and it's it sucks and it's embarrassing and humiliating and I don't I haven't really told people about that but here you know here it is another thing that I reveal on this podcast. But there are times I've gotten home and I, I have had to throw up or, you know, I wake, I used to wake up and throw up from my acid reflux and, you know, all these, all these things that I've gotten under control since December, it's, it's a lot off my mind as well. But the thing is, I have to keep, keep on it. I have to keep doing the right thing and. You know, um, I have gotten a little more relaxed, um, not as strict as I was right out of it, and that's to be expected. Um, but I want to get a little, a little more strict. I mean, yesterday I did eat a lot of pastries. <laughs> it was St. Joseph's Day, but, you know, um, not that my stomach felt bad this morning, but I could just feel in my body that I ate a little little too many sweets. So um, I curbed that tonight. I had a good dinner. Uh, you know, it's very bland. I had made a turkey burger, broccoli and ri- broccoli and rice, and uh, it was delicious. And that kind of, you know, I want to kind of get back to eating a little more clean. Uh, so that's what I'm going to be working on, especially now we're in a new season. It's spring. Today's the first day of spring. So for me, 
I look at it as a new opportunity. Let's set new goals. Let's a new season. The weather's going to be getting nicer. Go outside a little more, be in the sun, be in the fresh air. I enjoy that. So I um, hopefully we'll get more movement in. And that's been something I've been talking about forever. And I just can't seem to really get into a workout routine. And I, that's, that's something I really want to do and something I really have to focus and work on. Because it's they, they said, again, it was good for my acid reflux and my stomach to work out to move and walk and everything else. They said it was good for me. So that's like, you know, for some reason I just can't get over that hump. And I know it's because I'm, I'm, I'm lazy uh, by nature, uh, thick headed, but exercise is something I really do have to incorporate <clears throat> into my daily routine. Even if it's just walking for 20 minutes a day, so it's something I have to get moving. Uh, you know, so that's something I'd like to work on in this new season, especially with the weather getting nicer. I could just go for a walk around the neighborhood, meet my neighbors. They've been here a year and a half, you know, show my, my pleasant personality, my, my sparkling self. And uh, that'll, I know I'll make me feel better. I know a hundred percent. It will make me feel better. My buddy, Chris Roach is on Instagram watching and he goes, this effing guy again. Love you too, buddy. My buddy, Chris Roach. If you haven't, if you haven't uh, seen Chris Roach yet do comedy, please go and see him. You go follow him on Instagram at Roach Comic. Chris is absolutely hilarious. Uh, one of the funniest comics I know and I've gotten to work with. And that's the nicest thing I've ever said about him. Uh, so <laughs> I hope he didn't fall over. Uh, but no, he really is uh, hilarious. And if you, ha- if you haven't seen him, he's definitely somebody you want to go see. Um, I won't be there because he never asks me to to open for him or anything. That's besides the point. Um, even my pop said something like that. It says something about it. So, you know, he noticed it too. Just saying, Roach. Mr. D noticed. You know, during the whole time we had the hockey podcast, you never had me do a show with you. Just saying, he brought it up. I didn't bring it up. He brought it up. All right. Back to this show. Okay. Um, <laughs> And you guys listen at home, you don't even want to, you don't care about that, but uh, he's watching, so I wanted to break his chops. Uh, so <clears throat> it's just like anything else. We set goals, attainable goals. That's the thing, too. Set attainable goals. They're easy to reach, and plus when you reach them, you feel accomplished, and you want to set then a, a goal, take it to the next level. So my goal this month is to... Stop moving around. I want to, I, I miss that guy that was working out four to six times a week. Who was that guy? I miss him and I want him back. So that's my, uh, that's my goal. By the summer, back outside doing some walks and stuff like that. Really, uh, really get the movement kicked up a notch. So that's my goal for this month. And, you know, we're heading into almost another end of the month. I've been losing consistently. Not as much as I want, but again, we're, it's, it's going down. The scale's going down, so that's what I'm happy about. And I have to just get rid of that negative self-talk when I step on the scale and it's not as much as I want or if it doesn't move. Um, so that's really the main thing. Stay consistent. Positive talk. 
get some movement in. That's what that's what March is going to bring. Not March, April. We're almost out of March. All right. I want to thank everybody who joined us on Instagram and Facebook Live and everybody listening at home on your podcast, listening devices. This has been episode 269 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast. As always, we are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single Something to Believe. My best friend Nick wrote this song. Check it out on iTunes. And while you're there, his new band Demon Scar, they're dropping new music like crazy. Check it out, demonscar.bandcamp.com. Long Island, only one place to go for your deli needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show and then get yourself an Uncle Cheese, the best sandwich there is. Not because it's named after me, because it really is that good. Finsdeli.com. Once again, thank you to everybody who joined us on Instagram, Facebook, everybody listening at home on your podcast listening devices. This has been episode 269. Have an awesome week. I'll talk to you later. Yeah.